I'm going to take it back because they used to play this song a lot on the radio um, after tragedy would take place. And I think it it also uh, relates. Bear with me, saints. We fall down, but we get up for a saint. It's just a sinner who fell down. And what they did, saints? And got up. Oh, okay. Say it okay. again. <laughs> okay. Okay. Couple things, friend. <laughs> hmm? I usually I usually don't give feedback on the cold opens, but I want to put in a few notes. Um, <laughs> I don't think I I don't want to accept any notes this week. Uh, that's not your place. <laughs> it's it's not it's really I'm stepping way out of line. You it's really are. You really, you're crossing the line right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take that risk for this. <laughs> first thing is let's you know this is the first Sid's music corner in a little bit, so mm-hmm. let's let's have a round of applause for that. You guys you. get a treat this week. Um, second thing is now I'm not talking to you anymore, Sydney. I'm talking to you guys. I'm talking to you, the listener. You're listening to me right now. Sydney knows that I edit this podcast <laughs> and I know I can play with the EQ a little bit, but mm-hmm. I can't do anything for <laughs> a, a vocal track in need of. Whoa, help. whoa, whoa. <laughs> she knows that. So she tries to put this vibrato and crescendo <laughs> on it so I don't have to do it on in post. But <laughs> this is why you guys get it raw. Because <laughs> I don't know how to change it. <laughs> I thought I kind of sounded like Brother Donnie. <laughs> in my head, I did. Oh, okay. Third, I think that was applicable, Sydney. Thank you for bringing that in. Mm-hmm. I just don't know why you choose the tenor part every time you sing a song. You never, you never. Sing. I like a challenge. Like, <laughs> Sydney, I'm glad we, we're getting some comedy in for this episode because this, this movie's a little heavy. So let's get on into that. What, what did we watch this week, Sid? This week, we tuned into Turn of the Cheek, like my homeboy Jesus, released 2020, available to stream on Prime Video. It's written and directed by Janiah Black and stars Crystal Lene Hill, Akil Ash Shakur, Camille Hassan, Dominique Avando, and Paris Jones. All right, let's start the show. The new Chitlin Circuit. Welcome back to the new Chitlin Circuit, the only podcast dedicated to Black indies only my name is lex and i'm sid and each week we watch and review a black independent movie why because we love them all right saints if you couldn't tell the presence of the lord is here and the doors of the church are open it's time to pay your ties pay your ties because you are sponsoring this week's 60 second challenge where Alexis will explain the plot of Turn of the Cheek in 60 seconds or less. Now, before we even get into that, like I said, something is due. 10% of something (laughs) is due. So I need y'all to go on right now, double tap our IG posts, retweet the announcement on Twitter, leave a five-star 
rating on Apple Podcasts, and a comment if you want some bonus points with the congregation. All right, y'all. Let's get into it. Are you ready, Alexis? See, if you're going to be a grifting pastor, you got to <laughs> you gotta bring in, because you only reap what you sow. What you sow. Mm. And then if they're not feeling it after that, you got to start dropping Malachi 10 on them. Wow. <laughs> you got to start that. But yes, I am ready. Okay. Let's go. All right. So we have a bright young man named Daniel who is just graduating high school. In fact, he is going to the Howard University, the Mecca. That's where he's got lined up. Opulence. And <laughs> opulence. And sadly, you know, on the day of his graduation cookout, he gets taken from us uh, in a botched robbery. And that just tears his parents up that he was a, he was their only child. And he was like the bright young star of the town. And the man who did it, you know, does get end up going to jail. His name is Kane, and he happens to have a son also. Mm-hmm. Um, and upon seeing Kane's son being separated from him in the courtroom, the parents of Daniel decide, well, the mama decides mm-hmm. that she would like to take in this boy so that he doesn't end up in the system too. And this whole movie is about trying to navigate the red tape of adoption laws and rules and Kane trying to find Jesus in jail. Wow. This close, my friend, to being yeah. your last day uh, <laughs> on this here show. <laughs> so I did good. It you did. Like. You got you got it. You had two seconds left. So get your ding. Ding. Right here. <laughs> uh-huh. I appreciate that. All right. Now that we know what happened in this movie, we're going to get on into our general thoughts on Turn of the Cheek. Before we get into our review, you know what time it is. Time for the thank yous and shout outs. Appreciation. Love to y'all. So let's jump over into the Instagram streets where a few weeks ago we had user Myhayana uh, say that the intro to this episode has me weak. Uh, discussing our Lone Star Deception episode where Sydney gives us just a, a clinic in voice acting. <laughs> and our editor really showed out in the sound design as well. That was just mm-hmm. top tier work. Shout out to them. Um, shout out very much. We always appreciate kind comments like that. Um, and they never go unnoticed. Likewise, we love those five star reviews on Apple podcast as well. Can never go wrong with that. Always appreciate it. And to the filmmakers out there, we clearly love your work. It's why we do it. That's our mission. So if we review your movie and you have a funny story about how it happened or you just want to show some love to us back, we love that as well. All right, let's get back to the show. So, Sydney, mm. how did you feel about Turn of the Cheek? You know, I think uh, we're starting to, we're, we're turning a tide Uh more you know like they do on tiktok i don't know what they do on tiktok.com i don't oh you don't know on tiktok you don't be on 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 the app with with me anyway um i am feeling much more positive this week about our uh film selection um over like we stated at the beginning this movie was very heavy in subject matter uh as it was but I think um, I was really interested in the plot and how like this this idea of redemption, uh, I guess like through or forgiving someone through like the eyes of a child in a way like that kind of innocence, which was really great. Um, 
I like the cast was awesome too. I can tell that this was in Detroit. One of the, uh, the son, Daniel, he was in the previous movie we did, um, Not Left in Vegas. He was a little brother in that too. Yes, that's where I remember him from. I was like, he's so familiar. Yeah, He was in that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now we love an ending network. Right? <laughs> like a- <laughs> love that. Shout out to the Midwest, y'all. Y'all, I see y'all. Yeah. Y'all got something going on out there. Um, I thought Always. the camera work I thought was pretty cool. Um, the writer and director is the same person. So shout out to uh, you, Janiyah. I think you made some great decisions as a director in this. Um, like I said before, I enjoyed the subject matter for the most part, even though it was a little heavy. Um, but it was interesting. So I, I like this movie, actually. I can I can firmly say I enjoyed this movie. What did you think? Oh, it was a little long, though. That's the only critique. But what do you think? Uh, what did you think about Turn of the Cheek? I enjoyed this movie. I went on a journey with it emotionally mm-hmm. because I selected this movie because I saw it on the Prime like front page. You know, the algorithm's getting pretty. You watch this many black indies, and yeah. eventually the algorithm starts saying, ooh, girl, I know exactly what you're going to like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. And I saw, I watched the trailer, and I, I was like, oh, yeah, this looks good. Like, this looks solid. Like, this looks good. So I was excited to watch, and then when I started watching it, um i i was in i was in mm-hmm. like that first Same. 30 minutes things happen very like the, this, the plot really moves and then i was like ah, i don't know though like clearly it's a jesus flick yeah um and like i, I just don't know but it, i sat in that i don't know like not really liking it for maybe like five minutes and then i came mm-hmm. right back around and i was in for the rest of the way so i did end up liking the movie that's that's the bottom line here um, I'm glad that you said about the writer and director, Janaya Black. Mm-hmm. Is that her name? Yeah, Janaya Black. Yep. I think this is one of the best writer-director films, like films where the writer is the director also, mm-hmm. that we've watched. Uh, In a while. <laughs> all time, though. Like, all time on this show, I think this is one of the better ones. Mm, yeah, um, yeah. Like, it, most of the time, I feel like it's a when it's a writer-director, it'd be a writer who just doesn't want anything changed about their story, so they end up directing. Yeah. But Miss Janiyah seems like a director. Like she's she seems like this was good work. My my second bullet point, my general thoughts is big shout out to Miss Janiyah. She really did it. Shout out and to you. <laughs> the reason I like this movie actually mm-hmm. has to do with Barry Jenkins. Hmm. Let's uh this has been a common thread lately. I feel like uh, yeah. bringing Barry up <laughs> in conversation yeah. and film. I, I really want I want to see the connection here. So please continue. You know, this is a it's something that something like people were saying because you know Underground Railroad is um, getting all the buzz right now. Mm-hmm. And what the most impactful thing that Barry did for film after Moonlight, like with Moonlight, was just getting us all accustomed to a slower pace like a, a slower more con- contemplative pace and like lingering with characters mm-hmm. and this movie did that very well to me um i i think the story does linger a lot i was gonna say that i had a differ different opinion there there's a lot of points in my notes i'm just like these like just there's so many silent cuts between dialogue mm-hmm. that happened through a lot of the movie and i was like all right like Y'all could have cut that out and we could have saved, you know, an extra 20, 30 minutes and made this movie an hour and a half instead of two hours. I'll like, and that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. It's exactly what I was thinking until I like really was like, 
I, I drilled in and I thought about why I felt that way. Mm-hmm. And I felt that way because I was sleepy and I, it was like nine o'clock. I didn't actually like the thing about the the scenes dragging on and the dialogue being very spaced out. Yeah. Um, not in a bad editing way, but in a it seems intentional. That's what I'm saying. Miss Janai, like as an as a director, mm. like it was very intentional choices. I think she it, was the editor that. too, I feel like I saw on the ending credits. Yeah. I think well, this so. is this is top notch work if she's also the editor. Like this is this is great. Yeah, film editing by Janiah Black. She was also the editor. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I think the reason why it works and why a movie like Not Left in Vegas that we watched was also too damn long. Yeah. But like the problem <laughs> with that was it was just it was just too long. This movie, however, where it lingers, it lingers with characters because there's so many complex emotions that the characters are going through that Especially, you know, uh, there are some good actors in the movie, but yeah, the, yeah. not all of them uh, were the. Uh, we'll get we'll get to that them. at the end. Of who can act? Because I do yeah, have yeah, a, yeah, yeah. There was oh, I got it. I got the the uh, diplomatic way to say this. Uh-huh. There was a wide range of acting abilities. Yeah, on on the screen. Yeah. So when you have that, like you can't like it takes a lot of skill to pack a whole bunch of emotion in five seconds angela bassett can do that like give you a whole emotional journey viola davis can do that yeah they can do that but other people you need time to really make it believable and that's why i think this worked it was it was thoughtful you know it was tender um the lingering scenes and stuff like that now they got good use of that drone they definitely i mean i mean so many aerial shots over the house (laughs) over the neighborhood i'm just like well yeah dang (laughs) i think this movie not only is it one of the best uh, my general thoughts are i'm taking up way too much time but not only was is it one of the best writer director movies writer director editor movies Mm -hmm. we've seen it's also the best jesus flick we've seen i can agree to that it's definitely mm-hmm. the best Jesus flick we've seen. Yeah. 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 The absolute best. Because I think, like I said, it's thoughtful. Yeah. It's not like, sometimes and it's very It's clear. also not, yeah, like very like how um, I'm in love with a church girl, which is very like down your throat with like Jesus. And I love Jesus. I do. But like mm-hmm. he, Jesus in that movie was the sole plot driver. And it just yeah. took so long to get to the point. And this movie Jesus is, he is what makes sense of what's going on and why they have this level of forgiveness and faith, that kind of thing. But he isn't driving the story. I just thought about it. I just thought about why this is a great Jesus flick. Hmm. It's the same difference between black movies that are made for white people and it just be explaining a bunch of stuff and black movies that are made for black people where it's just something just is and you don't have to explain it because you know your audience knows. Exactly. This is a movie... This is a movie, like, Christians watch it. Like, my mama's seen this movie. Uh-huh, <laughs> like, uh-huh. Christians watch it, and they get it. Like, you don't have to sit there and spell out what faith means to some, like, you know? That's the difference. Other Jesus flicks are aimed at non-Christians for conversion. But this one is just about showing faith and, Ooh, and Manifest Destiny is just all around us. Oh, my goodness. Ew, I know. <laughs> well, this is going to be a good one. Um Every, every, now we might not like the, I'll speak for me. I might, mm-hmm. I might not like all the Jesus flicks we do, but the episodes of the Jesus flicks are always, the <laughs> they're <best>. always really <laughs> funny. <laughs> Yo, 
course, I'm so, still thinking about um uh lay down your sheets. What was homegirl said? For what? The sheets. Why need a binum? The sheets. Why need a binum was crazy. Like anyway, <laughs> please, I'm. Please, will someone make me feel less crazy and tell me y'all have seen Juanita Bynum's Sheets sermon? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, let's get on into these scenes. I'm very excited to talk about mm-hmm. talk about it with you, friend. Here at the New Chitlin Circuit, we like to start with the first scene in the movie, the opening scene in the movie. Now, we don't know how nobody else do it, but we like to start with the first one. All right. Period. This movie opens. A period. <laughs> this movie opens up and we get right into it we actually mm-hmm. start with kane who is clearly a not so great drug dealer um yeah. like <laughs> like a minimum wage drug dealer <laughs> he ain't making no money i mean Mm-mm. corner None. boy is making more money than kane i mean dang yeah. yeah um and he has a son and he also has a girlfriend leah he comes mm-hmm. back home and we we immediately see his financial troubles mm-hmm. they don't have very much it's a small apartment and they don't really have enough like food to feed the kid and like the, the money is thin the yeah. money is short yeah um what did you think about this scene where, where were you at with your friend um at first i was a little kind of distracted by the blue lens or like whatever blue filter was put over the camera to show like destitute Mm -hmm. or uh what's the word i used in here uh dark times um Mm -hmm. were occurring that's not my favorite editing trick honestly i i just i think it makes it makes the viewer just realize clearly this wasn't shot at like during the nighttime and it's bright outside and i guess it's it's a trick for that but Mm -hmm. it it, i was like okay I, i can get over it as long as it doesn't happen for the whole movie it did and I got over it. Yeah. But I wasn't really it's like, all right, we're going through some hard here. Let's get to it. So I wasn't I wasn't in in just yet. I just I wanted to see where they were going to take me. It gets a pass from me because uh, and this happens later in the movie. I already told you guys what what happened, what the plot is. Mm-hmm. But when we first see Daniel and his family's house, you know, it's a it's a big it's a jarring contrast between it is. that it's so blue bright and, and Kane. Yeah. Yeah. That their house is very bright and it's not blue at all or anything like that. But after Daniel is killed by Kane, then their house gets washed in this depressed blue color. So I thought it was an intentional and uh, nice use of color. And that's when I came around. Yeah. I was fine with it. Oh, you came around? I came around then. I said, okay, Daniel's been, he was murdered. And now like the family has this dark cloud over them as well after the loss of their son and Kane is obviously going through his own financial troubles and hardships and trying to take care of his son. So I came around, I just like, I don't know. It was another movie we reviewed earlier in the season. And I, Ooh, I think it was when a woman loves a man. And I was just like, I wish they would just stop with this blue filter. (laughs) Yeah. That, yeah, that was a very shoestring movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I I gave this one a pass. I thought it was decent uh, yeah. for the for the the coloring things. Now that we see that he's between a rock and a hard place, this is where we get introduced to Daniel and his parents, Debbie and Tom. 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 Yeah, Thomas Tom. Green. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. They at the church house. Um, now this scene wasn't completely necessary. They could have. We could have been introduced to them at home, but yeah. um, they at the church house coming out the vestibule, and mm-hmm. you know we see them, and we also see what. What, from country? No, it's just I haven't heard anybody say vestibule in so long. I've, it made me feel like home. I like it. it was, oh yeah, yeah. vestibule. Because <laughs> I feel like don't no other building have a vestibule. Only a vestibule is just a lobby, but it's in a church. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, so they're coming out of the best view, and this is where we see the boy Daniel. Mm-hmm. Um, and we learn he's 18, he's finishing school. Well, he's finished yeah. high school mm-hmm. and finna head off to college. HU going off to college. You uh, know. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick note, quick, 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 quick note. Uh-huh. I'm back in Georgia. That means I was on the plane last week for the first time since 2019. I wore my Howard shirt. Yeah. And I wore my Howard hat to the airport. Yeah. Nothing happened. I got nothing. I did not run into some rich alum that wow. gave me a job or a check. <laughs> None of that happened. Nobody even bought me a chicken biscuit <laughs> wow. in, the, in the airport. Nothing. I mean, were you flying out during peak hours? Yes. I caught the morning flight on Delta. Mm. Oh, on Delta. Mm. Mm-hmm. Maybe they not fly. Oh no, niggas is flying. I yes, they know. is. It was a full flight. So, people uh, who say that on Twitter are lying. <laughs> that's happened to me before. Somebody's bought my lunch, but hmm. it was when I was still in. It hasn't happened since I since we graduated, but it happened. Once I'm finna Peppa Pig you. <laughs> <laughs> she hung up on her friend who could whistle. <laughs> Uh, that's just a side note because now this the, the, oh well oh oh now I'm sad well oh. <laughs> Daniel would have if he had lived he would have gone to Howard and experienced his, that yeah this is sad y'all I'm sorry about that I was crying I, I didn't expect like I knew this it was going to be like a, a hard watch but I didn't expect to cry like I did and we can get to why I cried but let's we can yeah. keep moving there yeah, yeah. we're gonna get right on into it because you know they're having a graduation cookout for him and they mm-hmm. send him to the store to pick up a couple of, you know your mama always forgets something when mm-hmm. she's cooking um and when he's at the store and this I'm telling you Miss Janaya because it's based on a book um, mm, I didn't know that yeah it's based on a book by Miss Janai. Oh my God! What an authoress! An authoress, a, di- a, writer, a director, director, producer, editor. editor. Is she a rapper, a dancer, a singer? She, she was also the casting director. What? Look at her, Miss Janaya. What I need don't to link you up with do? Her. Yes, hit us up because she is doing it. I have a hard Dang. time being a full-time employee and yeah. somebody who washes their dishes. Right, <laughs> literally. You know. And, so. Wow, Miss Janaya. Seriously, though, sis, like hit us up, circuit at gmail.com. We really want to talk to you. We're very serious. Yeah. We're very serious That's about awesome. that. I would love to, I would love to get to know why, like how this movie um, yeah. was developed and how you did it. Because, damn. Um, not us pulling out our serious Terrence and Roxy voice. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they would sound every time somebody died. Like, <laughs> um, okay. And we have the, the hardest news today. Icon. Legend. <laughs> All right, Terrence. Yes. <laughs> nevertheless i'm about to credit the writer and that's why i said that because usually when i say credit to the writer credit to the costume department or mm-hmm. something it'd be different people but to her it's, it's just it's, it's just you wow again uh the writing is very good because they are I, honestly it's i liked it because the movie is very dramatic it's a very dramatic dramatic scenario and it was uh pouring it on thick how good daniel was <laughs> yeah such a great sweet boy. student. Yes, sweet boy. He know the clerk uh, at the store. He know this random black lady who live in this yep. neighborhood. They all know he's a sweet boy. And he sees her getting robbed outside by Kane. Mm-hmm. And he goes out to stop it without even thinking. And Kane has a gun and it fires and he he ends up shooting Daniel like yeah. right in the like chat in the abdomen. 
uh, and Daniel, he, he dies. He doesn't make it, mm-hmm. which is just awful. Now, this happens in the first, like, 20 minutes of the movie. We're already setting on the course of how things are about to go. Mm-hmm. So, over to you, Sydney. What was you thinking after the boy got got, after Daniel got laid out? This was my, um, I really did my, my, my favorite thing that, uh, one of my favorite things that Joe Scott did and why did I get married was this. Oh! And that's what I did <laughs> when I saw little Daniel <laughs> get murdered in the streets in cold blood. Then you're referring to. Oh, I, oh no, you could say what I'm referring to if you would like. Oh, <laughs> you're referring to the scene at the end when she was at the gala mm-hmm. and she was just crying happy for being yeah. with Troy. Yeah. Okay. But just it was so sure. pa- it was powerful though. Like that emotion is so powerful because it can go. Jill Scott's way. a great actress. She Bring, really is. Where is the second season of First Wives Club? It's coming, I think. It got renewed. Anyway, well, film it. <laughs> <laughs> I could just want I saw Ryan Michelle on Instagram filming um, at some point. Anyway, um, did we we get over back to the parent Daniel's home uh, where his parents are throwing him a graduation cookout. And they have to receive the worst news that a parent can receive at one of the most celebratory occasions for their child, that he was murdered when he was, you know, only gone out of their sight for literally 10 minutes. And he mm-hmm. is, he's gone. And on this scene, uh, the actress who plays Deborah, his mother, Crystal Lene Hill, she gave us, um, so much emotion, so much skill, because uh, it's a lot to really like break down like that and just be vulnerable as an actor. I'm, I would assume I'm not an actor, but I assume it is just to really do that. Um, okay, Alexis, I'm dramatic, not an actor. There's a difference. I saw your face. Anyway, uh, it's like the difference between the words cook and chef. Like you have to go to school to be a chef, but like they do the same thing. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Anywho, she gave us what Bleep Bleep gave us in Jane the Virgin when we found out that Michael got got. I'm not bleeping out Gina Rodriguez. Her, she's up. She served her time. She's (laughs) she served her canceled time. I like her. (laughs) I'm gonna let you say that while the mics are hot. Um, I'm gonna keep Mm -hmm. my opinions in my home. I get heebie-jeebies too. <laughs> Sentiment was there. Um words should not have been. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She should have said the words. She should have vibed with it. Yeah, heebie jeebies. Yeah. Niggas give a lot of people heebie jeebies. I too yeah, get heebie jeebies from some me. of these niggas. Anyway, um, so that scene, I had I had to pause the movie. I said, wait a minute. There mm-hmm. are tears falling down this face. Whoa. All right. That's I'm, why I'm I jumped in. at I'm this here. movie because that's yeah. in the trailer. Her, that, oh, I didn't watch that, the trailer. Just I should a little have. Clip of that. It's in the trailer. I just took your word for it. Mm-hmm. I said, all right, I'll let Alexis pick this one. We're going to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. So now here's where I think this movie turns from I now to mm-hmm. oh, all right. This yeah. different. It turns from like this can be a good high drama movie to mm-hmm. this is a very thoughtful, like, like this is a work. yeah right right and that this is where i think that turns not in just the story itself but in janaya's approach to showing emotion 
Like, mm, typically mm-hmm. when somebody dies in a movie, in a 90-minute movie, this movie was two hours, 20 minutes, just about. Yeah. In a 90-minute movie, when somebody dies, you get a big scene like that, mm-hmm. hooping and hollering, crying and stuff, like, yeah. uh, like people do. And then from there, things are just kind of slower paced. But then it's just, you don't really revisit the grief. Right. When really... That crying at the funeral or crying when you find out somebody dead is the tip of the iceberg of grief. Like grief is this large thing under the surface. And that, yeah. that like all of that, like the, what she did in the kitchen, which was phenomenal. She really, she did that. She did. <laughs> she did. Um, that's just one piece of it. And I think like this movie was, you know how I said this about school dance, the first movie we did this season. Yeah. Yeah. How it was more like as a comedy, as an absurd comedy, it was more jokes than plot. Like the, the plot didn't matter as much as the jokes did. This movie was more feelings than plot in a good way. Mm. Um, the plot, that's why the 60 second challenge was pretty easy because the plot wasn't really, it wasn't really like a, it wasn't some complex web or anything like that. It was right. very simple. Yeah, what true. we spent most of the time doing was watching the characters feel and mm. react to the goings on. I like that. That's really good analysis. Thank you, friend. Yeah. I feel good about it. Yeah. Cain yeah, gets arrested and they mm. bury their son. And now we got the the, the greens. Mm-hmm. That's Thomas and Deborah. Their house is all washed in blue like that. Yeah. And I did appreciate that transition also to your point of them not having to show us like you know the funeral and like the proceedings mm-hmm. and like the repast all that good stuff we did, we know as black people and black people who are raised in baptist churches what what that means what happens after especially someone as young as danny was passes away and you know all of the goings on after that so we didn't need all that like but we just we get straight back into the Greens household and we just see them now having a deal with this grief and what's going to happen to them next. So I appreciated that. You was damn right about that. Cause I didn't even really realize that we didn't see the funeral. Yeah. We just see them coming back, you know, in black. Mm-hmm. Um, and another, we don't, we're actually never inside of a church in this movie. Yeah, we're not. At least That's not in a sanctuary. Cause she does exactly. go visit the pastor once, but yeah, we're not in a sanctuary. It's true. Like, we didn't go to service in this mm-hmm. church. Right. And I think that's another way I'm saying, like, this is a movie for Christians, not for a movie in an attempt to convert, um, like, uh, non-Christians. Right, right. So, yeah. They're sulking. Now, here's where I want to put the note. Because you noted the wife's, like, the Debbie, her mm-hmm. reaction after they found out he was murdered. I want to talk about, my note says, you know, the mama was acting. Mm-hmm. She was, but it's the daddy that's breaking me down. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> the cause, cause that's a a B plot, like a a sub theme, like a smaller theme in the movie mm-hmm. is about like men being emotional and like, right, right, it, it being okay and stuff, and like to see this like big old man like <laughs> like not just like like break down like that, just really not know what to do. Yeah. Um, was very like he was he that was a powerful scene from him. It, it was. was good. It was really ooh, remember in Best Man Holiday? After they mm-hmm. buried Mia and uh Lance really just like broke down. Morris Chestnut did that. Uh that little mm-hmm. scene, he he really put his all in that. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah. 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 Uh so 
after that, once again, we are barely like 30 minutes into the movie. Like it's yeah. really moving fast because it's, you know what it reminds me of? Hmm. Waves. How like Ooh. the first 30, 40 minutes, because Waves is a pretty long movie too. The first 30, 40 minutes of it is like, like action, 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 like just this they snowball. They spinning that camera around. I mean, it's just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so It's much. like this snowball effect of, yeah. of activity. So much happening. Yeah. And a big explosion. And then after that, it's mm. just watching characters pick up the pieces and, and just, true. you know. Uh, yeah. feel and, and same with the it, color it like that. the color effect too just to show yep. emotion or to give us a more visual sense like waves like that whole first half of the movie is real it's darker moving fast he's sitting in the dark mm-hmm. a lot or sitting under blue light a lot which is you know it's clearly traumatic emotional and then we get you know the next half and it's all light and airy and mm-hmm. we're trying to come out of this dark space as a family and also like this when they meet uh jacob finally and they realize you know we're still grieving our son but we can help another kid who's you know being shuffled through the system or will be eventually and this is our kind of new light to live and we see the that blue lens come off the camera which was nice yep yep yeah and let's get to that let's get to jacob so i mean we see him in the very first scene of the movie um like you know uh, there with Kane and, and Leah but now we're in the courthouse again and well we're in the courthouse for the first time and we're seeing because <laughs> let me tell you one thing I don't know if they were they were in Detroit or a suburb of Detroit yeah but that police department wasn't playing around the way DeKalb County would have been looking for Kane for the rest of the summer <laughs> <laughs> and wouldn't have never like they would have just had to get lucky to find them oh yeah that's true <laughs> But these these police officers went ahead and snatched him right on up. Um, I guess he had priors or something. Yeah, he did have priors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they, he's they must in have court. had a ballistics report and everything on homeboy in like twenty four hours. <laughs> For real. <laughs> um. So they're in the court and he's been. It's not even a trial. He's been sentenced. Yeah. Um. And the Greens are sitting there, and also Jacob is there, and he gets like forty five, fifty years. Um. Mm-hmm. For this, and. Quick note, I said my I noted that the judge was being too opinionated. He was very my note that he was giving Tony Soprano. What was that mm-hmm. about? Like he was real rough and just like yeah. I never want to see scum like you walk into like okay, just give him his like sentence. If, <laughs> like if like if Judge Mathis or like <laughs> <laughs> you know like any other black judge, but mm-hmm. I'm thinking because Judge Mathis is the one that'll call you a crackhead or something. Yeah, like. he get real spicy. You are? A crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> but if a black judge, you know, says these things, it feels like, okay, girl, okay, come right, right. But right. like a white man saying it to me, it feels very like, now lynch him. Right. <laughs> like it feels very, I don't like that. <laughs> Tell me I'm a low life. It's like, about to call him boy. If I see you in yeah. this room again, now boy. rope him up. Right. <laughs> like, Whoa. Why can't you be like the good ones? Right. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Um, that's just a quick note that I want yeah. to say. And it's true. Because another lighthearted note that on the movie, because like I said, the movie's pretty heavy. So mm-hmm. I have a few lighthearted notes. Mm-hmm. I have a note that says, okay, damn it. Is no one going to say it? <laughs> Kane is hot. He's fine. Okay. <laughs> He's hot. Let's do it. <laughs> are, are we not going to talk he about really that? He really is. Because I'm sitting, we're 40 minutes in this episode and you have not mentioned it. And I just want to. No, he am is. Am I crazy? He's I just, hot. I don't usually, <laughs> no offense to him, I just don't shoot my shot at Menu's hair uh, who have more, who have a lot of hair or who who have as much hair as I do. It's just not my thing. 
hypocrite. I remember you being a fan of B5 <laughs> as a child. Is that not the case? They had just little way back braids. That's different. One of them had a big old ponytail. I wasn't a fan of Kelly. My favorite was Cornell. Or Why Carnell. you know his name? <laughs> <laughs> no, let's get off this. <laughs> We're aging ourselves. <laughs> So, yeah, he gets sentenced to a couple decades in there. A whole lot of decades, actually. He's going to be in there for a minute. Yeah. And little Jacob comes up, you know, hug him before he goes for the last time, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, which is sad. And he tells tells Jacob not to cry. He said, you know, don't cry. You a man. Now, Jacob is, uh, look like, you would used to watch My Wife and Kids look like uh, uh, little Little, Katie's boyfriend, Franklin Franklin. Aloysius. That's what he looked like. And you telling him not to cry. <laughs> he did. Franklin oh, Aloysius Mumford. <laughs> hey, Mr. Kyle, is Katie around? Can she come out and play? <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's, I put a note there. I was like, dang, he can't even emote. Right. <laughs> oh, gosh. He likes and I'm steps. so glad. So glad they revisited that. And that mm-hmm. was like a, a subplot, like a, a of the, it's one of the themes of the movie. Yes. And I yes. like that. So yeah, then now we just, we follow along because after the courthouse, uh, after the sentencing hearing Mm -hmm. happens, the Greens come out and Debbie sees Jacob and has this brief interaction with him and you can see a little sparkle in her eye. Yeah. And it's, it's foreshadowing too, because right before, well, it was foreshadowed right before Daniel leaves to go to like the corner store or whatever. Um, like Deborah playingly tells Thomas, we should have another one. Since mm-hmm. he's like leaving, and it's like, oh well, it's, it's sad you had to lose one to get yeah. one. But you know, yeah, she was tripping, tripping though. Imagine yeah, she was. You're looking at your 18 year old ch- only child, <laughs> and your and your spouse says, "Let's have another baby." Are have you, you lost your mind? Are you crazy? Are you crazy, <laughs> <laughs> nigga? I'm going to you... Disney World. I'm not having no <laughs> more kids. What are you? I'm literally right now booking a couple suite in Tahiti. Right, but I think I'm gonna get the singles <laughs> because you, you can want stay something here. Else. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can stay here. Uh, uh-uh. yeah. So, um, she then I have a note that says, "Oh, so she wants the baby." <laughs> um, and so now we kind of because this is where I'm saying now you just the sounded like really Toya just, just now when you said that. By the way, I'm sorry, the baby. <laughs> <laughs> now the plot gets really like uh like the action of the plot really slows mm-hmm. down. But mm-hmm. we're getting like the the main driver of the plot now is characters feeling things. Yeah. And I think it was done really well. So half of it is Kane inside the jail, yeah. um, finding Jesus through his next door cellmate, mm-hmm. CJ. And let's put a pin there. I don't know who's behind like set scouting, but phenomenal job because they were in what looked like an actual jail. Uh, I don't know mm-hmm. if they got permits to film in there or not, but it looked very realistic. Uh, mm-hmm. the corner store it's great I don't even know if yeah. the actor was the actual owner of the corner store the home and even like the pastor's office it looked very much like an office in the back of a church somewhere so really great yeah. uh, set scouting for whoever was behind that I was personally looking for flaws in the set mm-hmm. of the prison because that's hard to do on a low budget and yeah, I found none and yeah. I, I felt ashamed actually for even looking for a flaw. I think yeah. I said, "Why am I even squinting hard for this? This is perfect." Ain't none. <laughs> Only set that perfect. was like they 
they really they tried their best for that jail cell was um mm-hmm. uh Pokey Bear, his movie. Um, my, <laughs> my side, side piece hit the lotto. The lotto. <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah. <laughs> but it was creative. Now, they did their best. <laughs> they did their absolute we actually really like that movie. That's one yeah. of my favorite episodes this season. Go back and listen to that if you haven't. Um Please. shout out Big Pokey Bear. <laughs> <laughs> So Cain's inside and he's finna find Jesus clearly. And that's when I realized, that's when I clicked that it was a Jesus flick. Cause it's not oh, yeah. far fetched for a black movie for them to go to church. Like that mm-hmm. doesn't make it a Jesus flick, but it True. clicked. It was a Jesus flick then. And then I realized, Oh, well I suppose the biblical names might also serve a narrative purpose. Oh, it's Cain, Jacob, Daniel, and Daniel. Yeah. I didn't even Deborah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Thomas. And Thomas. Mm-hmm. That's it. Wait, that's in the Bible. Wasn't Thomas a disciple? Actually, I can't verify that. I don't know. I'm just and I didn't have it. time to. I didn't have time to look up what the because I know, but I guess they didn't actually serve any like. Yeah, the Thomas biblical the, meaning. Thomas was a uh, Thomas the apostle. Oh, okay, yeah. Tom. All right. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know Thomas yeah, and he was, was a biblical a, name. Uh huh. He doubted. Ooh, he doubted Jesus. Ooh, Thomas. That's how you was reading history. <laughs> but see, I I don't think um I don't think the biblical names serve a like a true purpose because Jacob you know was a trickster. That's the mm. that's what that is. But right, Jacob's right. A kid's name, so I don't yeah you know, I don't true. think that's like Jacob the, and Greenleaf. He was a trickster. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Um, even though Thomas did doubt the wife. Like, he did. Cause she the one that brought him. She the one that said, "Babe, I think we could should adopt this kid." And uh-huh. he's like, "And the quote that I pulled out is something that's another lighthearted, just a little <laughs> a funny, if you will." Uh-huh. Is how many times in this movie somebody says, "The son of the man, like <laughs> the son of the man that murdered my wife." <laughs> you sound like mystical. <laughs> yeah, the son of the man, help the bear. <laughs> Yeah, the son of the man. Uh, one word. I have that a lot on here. Yeah. So that that's that's pretty much like I don't have to wrap up the. Actually, I'll toss it over to you. I mean, Are there can, other scenes between? Um, that what what scenes stood out to you most? Let's end on that note before we get to the okay, awards. Scene that stood out to me most. Um, anything in the jail? I was just so impressed that they actually were filming in a jail, and like that was those were just great scenes to me. Um, I liked the little montage once they actually like became foster parents and had Jacob, you yeah. know, every weekend. That was really cute, and I thought it was done well, um, lighthearted. Um, the yeah. final scene where finally, for the first time in the movie, mm-hmm. um, Kane meets mm-hmm. Tom and Deborah. Yeah, yeah. And they like confront, like confront what the elephant, like because we see all throughout the movie that. They're all going through these stages of of grief and stuff, mm-hmm. but all of those actors, you know, the actor who played Kane, even um, really, really gave us a lot in that scene. I thought they it was did. very powerful. They did, and I think what's usually missing in like Jesus flick, like forgiveness stories, mm-hmm. is this nuance. Like, it'd be too quick to the. I love you anyway, brother, even though right. you like <laughs> right. killed my son. Daddy was sitting up there with his lips poked out. He was not yeah. trying to, mm-mm, nope. Yeah. I think it was spot on. And that's a credit to the writer and yeah. also a credit to the director. And the editor <laughs> and a casting director and the authoress behind the book. Wow. Period. Janiyah. Okay, Janiyah. I'm not, I, 
I was about to say I'm not mad at you, but more accurately, I'm scared of you. <laughs> what's next on the docket? That's so you need to please <laughs> this another request because we're thirsty. Um, Miss Janaya, <laughs> we would love to have you on the show. We want to discuss this film as well as what you have yeah. coming up next because clearly you can do it all. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm thoroughly impressed with that's hard. That like, is hard. And that's difficult to do to like convey emotions like this, especially when you don't have like no like like powerhouse actors. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it would be one thing if, you know, even um you know I realized this weekend just how many indies Keith Robinson is in. <laughs> <laughs> like everything my mama put on, Keith Robinson in it. And all of them? All of them. He's in every, like all the. He did so many. You should, we should wow. like <laughs> so many. Because yeah, we but only like, did Twenty Four Hour Love, right? That's the only one we did with him in it. I believe so. I'd have yeah. to rack my brain to think of another, but I think that's the only one. Um, but yeah, like even like the the best actors on the indie circuit, uh-huh. like Keith Robinson. You know, she didn't have any of those casted. Good yeah, actors. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm mm-hmm. not saying they're not good actors, but you know what you're working with. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, It's not, you know what I'm saying? So to be able to convey emotion like this and really, really lay it out and keep somebody feeling for over two hours. Mm -hmm. Skill. That's not easy. Yeah. That's skill. We see it. Mm -hmm. So Sydney, have a question for you. Yes. Who came to act? Thank you. Uh, that was the perfect segue uh, to my favorite segment every single week, the Who Came to Act Award. For those new listeners uh, joining us this week, uh, this award is based off of one thing. Who left it all on the screen? Period. That's it. We nominate one actor from every film we review each week. At the end of the season, one person will be crowned the who came to act winner for the season. So it's a big award. It's up there, you know, with the BT awards and, and the Academy awards and uh, the Emmys, everything else. So for this week's who came to act nominee, I would like to nominate Miss Crystal Lene Hill, uh, who played Deborah Green's character. Mm-hmm. Now she's not here uh, today, so I will accept that on her behalf. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did that. She did that, period. She did that. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing else to say. I, <laughs> there's nothing else left on the floor. Yeah. She came and mopped it all up. <laughs> Swept it. Swept it. The doors of the church yeah. is open. We are letting the congregation out. Services yeah. ended. You did I'm that, Miss Crystal. I'm, I'm back home in Georgia, so I feel very nostalgic about my time as a new birth member. Mm. Um, where every and you also did we fall down yes and this was the call that was the altar call song <laughs> I at remember. new birth when i went in like 2000 like we went every sunday uh for like a year or two before we changed churches right before the scandal timely mm. Ooh, timely <laughs> um and uh, bishop long would always say you know come on down come on down wherever you are wherever mm-hmm. you are wherever mm-hmm. you are <laughs> yeah yeah church he would he's open even if you're up you in the rafters, yeah, they gonna even, wait. Even if, even if wherever you are, this big ass sanctuary, <laughs> they gonna wait. Do you know how long it would like? Somebody gotta go outside through the back, like yeah, come on down. Wherever you are, wherever yeah. you are, wherever come you are, come down. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's what I was thinking about. <laughs> Once again, shout out to you, Miss Janaya. Uh, you just got a new fan in me. 
I, <laughs> two new fans. I'm look. Yeah. Whatever's next, we watching it. Yeah. Period. Period. All right. Well, we'll see y'all next week. All right, y'all. Peace. Thanks for listening. To join in on the conversation, meet us in the Twitter streets at TNCC Pod or over on Instagram at New Chitlin Circuit, spelled C H I T L I N. And to keep up with our latest, visit our website at thenewchitlincircuit.com. Oh.